Night Whispers. It's a hobby. So what's yours? Resurrection. Night Whispers, the real treasure test, and your dream word is cost. 2 Samuel 24, verse 24 and 25 says this, Then the king said to Arauna, No, but I will surely buy it from you for a price, nor will I offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God with that which costs me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. Now, an examination of the Old Testament use of the received tithe, that fictitious 10% the church is always so focused upon, it was in fact so much more than 10% by the way, reveals that it was used essentially in three major areas, that is, for the support of personnel, for the purchase and upkeep of premises, and eventually for the financing of various people-keeping money-spinning programs. Now, local churches of today, and I suppose every Christian parachurch organization, uses the larger percentage of their collected finances for exactly the same three Ps in the same old pod. Personnel, premises, and programs. Now, do not get me wrong here. I like premises, and I like some programs, and I do believe that the workman is worthy of his hire. Though very often, many pastors are just not as worthy as much as we pay them. And more often than not, a few pastors are worthy of so much more. Yes, the workman is worthy of his hire. And premises should be warm, inviting and attractive. Though not necessarily plushy, lushy and cushy. And also, correctly funded programs are not only justifiers of our existence, but they sometimes, and I say sometimes, actually do some good. Okay, so now we're clear on that. Let me say six things in tonight's Night Whisper. First, that in this age of the local church, 10% of giving is far too much for some people. It really is. Giving 10% of virtually nothing when you have less than nothing coming in and more than nothing going out is just stupidity. Well, it's either that or faith. I hope it's faith because that alone will please God and that alone will unite your family in the cost of such sacrificial giving. Second, that 10% is just not enough for some people. 10% of loads of money is an accounting line item that your accountant uses to ensure tax relief at the end of the fiscal year. There's no sacrifice here. No, really, there's no sacrifice here. 10% is just not enough for some people. You need to be giving more. Third, note that tithing, though a biblical principle, is not a New Testament practice. The practice of the New Testament is the hilariously happy and regular giving of that which we decided upon in our hearts before God. It might be a whole lot less than 10%, and then again, it might be a whole lot more. It may vary from gift to gift, and even giver to giver, and that's okay. Fourth, that if you've committed to regular giving to the three Ps of a local church, that is, if you have committed to regularly giving to premises, personnel, and programs, that is, those three Ps in that oh-so-pesky pod, then give, and give, and give regularly. 
other people are relying on your committed, regular giving. Fifth, please note that there is another principle to be applied to giving that precedes the hilarity of the New Testament task. Giving that honours God, then, giving that incites belief, giving that is astonishing, and giving that will be utilised by the receiver in the most holiest and astute of ways, really is giving that is sacrificial. Giving that can most easily have the largesse of hilarity affixed to it is giving that has cost you something and is used for righteous and holy people or causes. There's a prefix here. This giving must cost you something. It must be given joyfully and it must be given to right and holy people or causes. Lastly, I have a confession. It's a double-edged confession, really, in that on the cutting edge, I tell you that I've given my all to God. Many times I've regretted it, you know, and often I've wanted to take it back and much of the time, well, I've given my all, but not necessarily with joyful abandon, but with grudging and fearful reluctance. I'm sorry to God for this sometimes very reluctant giving of mine. On the back edge of the gift, I have to tell you as well that regarding the basic material stuff of life, in the form of food, clothing, transport and tools, it has cost me nothing to give myself away as a bondservant of Jesus Christ. That's a little scary, isn't it? I mean, the feeling that it's cost me nothing to give myself away. Currently, the eternal benefit appears to be all mine. Now, I do not know what kind of accounting software package the Lord has, but I do know that he has got one and that it is open access. Yes, it is there for all to see. One day we shall all know the true cost of our supposed sacrificial works in terms of gold, silver and precious stones, in terms of wood, hay and stubble. For it shall be seen in the right-hand column of God's great balance sheet precisely which of those six descriptors it is. I must tell you that this is one of the great things that I'm most looking forward to finding out about that great antiques roadshow in the sky. That is, finding out what is the real value of all of our goofy-looking investments. Imagine all those disappointed faces at the sad evaluations of treasure both touted and shouted about, and all the other wide-eyed intakes of breath that shall be seen and heard when that which some consider to be a piece of old junk actually releases untold millions to the tips of the owner's well-worn, well-tired and torn little worker fingers. Even an inestimable value that might be later spent at their leisure in every angelic outlet shop then spread across the universe anew. Oh yes, even angels engage in trading and therefore, I suspect, engage in manufacture. However, that's a whisper for another night. As for me, well, tonight I dare not, and I will not set myself up as anything but a reluctant disciple and a reluctant giver to boot. Even so, I do find it interesting when considering these things, that on some counts I feel the cost of giving, yet on many counts I simply feel both the need to give and the pull of greed not to give. My wallet has got a picture of a push-me-pull-you on it, you see. What about you tonight? In all your giving of self and stuff, what do you think and feel shall be the real price tag placed upon all your giving to Jesus? Go on, be honest with yourself. What is your giving truly worth? How do you feel about that? Listen, if anyone serves me, him, my father, will honour. John chapter 12 verse 26b. Pray with me, please. Thank you, Lord, for the great cost you paid for me. Thank you, Lord, for others that count the cost for me, of me, and with me. I am willing, Lord, to pay the price of pleasing you right now. So then, help the hilarity of the gift become that much more joyously insane within my head and wonderfully happy to my heart, stirring my soul, releasing my spirit, 
blessing my body. Yes, help me to give and laugh like a lion. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, and let it be so. Hi, it's Victor Robert Farrell here. Support us today by getting your latest copy of Night Whispers from nightwhispers.com. That's nightwhispers.com.